In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Peace be with you. Brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sins, and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done, in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever virgin, all the angels and the saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen.
us pray. O oh God, who have taught the ministers of your church to seek not to be served, but to serve their brothers and sisters, grant, we pray, that these, your servants, whom you graciously chose today for the office of deacon, may be effective in action, gentle in ministry, constant in prayer. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Isaiah. In the year King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord seated on a high and lofty throne, with the train of his garment filling the temple. Seraphim were stationed above. Each of them had six wings. With two they veiled their faces. With two they veiled their feet and with two they hovered aloft. They cried one to the other, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. All the earth is filled with his glory. At the sound of that cry, the frame of the door shook, and the house was filled with smoke. Then I said, Woe is me, I am doomed, for I am a man of unclean lips, living among a people of unclean lips. Yet my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphim flew to me, holding an ember that he had taken with tongs from the altar. He touched my mouth with it and said, See, now that this has touched your lips, your wickedness is removed, your sin purged. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? Who will go for us? Here I am, I said. Send me. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God, your spiritual worship. Do not conform yourselves to this age, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and pleasing and perfect. For by the grace given to me, I tell everyone among you not to think of himself more highly than one ought to think, but to think soberly, each according to the measure of faith that God has apportioned. For as in one body we have many parts, and all the parts do not have the same function, so we, though many, are one body in Christ, and individually parts of one another. Since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us exercise them. If prophecy in proportion to the faith, if ministry in ministering, if one is a teacher in teaching, if one exhorts in exhortation, if one contributes in generosity, if one is over others with diligence, if one does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. Let love be sincere, hate what is evil, hold on to what is good. Love one another with mutual affection. Anticipate one another in showing honor. Do not grow slack in zeal. Be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Endure in affliction. Persevere in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the Holy Ones. Exercise hospitality. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the doors were locked where the disciples were, for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. Whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Let those who are to be ordained, a deacon, come forward. Jacob Stinnett. Emmanuel Ingabire. Most Reverend Father, Holy Mother Church asks you to ordain these men, our brothers, to the responsibility of the diaconate. Do you know them to be worthy? After inquiry among the Christian people, and upon the recommendation of those responsible, I testify that they have been found worthy. Relying on the help of the Lord God and our Savior Jesus Christ, We choose these, our brothers, for the order of the diaconate.
Well, it's about time. We have waited for this day, and I've gone through plans A, B, C. I think we're somewhere around R and S. But I'm so, so very happy that we're together here today. And we welcome your family and your guests and the whole community that has supported and encouraged you. And we greet the people at home in Rwanda who are joining us either by live stream or hopefully will be viewing the recording of this ordination mass. Dear friends, these men, your relatives and friends, are now to be raised to the order of deacons. Consider carefully the ministry to which they are promoted. They will draw new strength from the gift of the Holy Spirit. They will help the bishop and his body of priests as ministers of the word, of the altar, and of charity. They will make themselves servants to all. As ministers of the altar, they will proclaim the gospel, prepare the sacrifice, and give the Lord's body and blood to the community of believers. From the way they go about these duties, may you recognize them as disciples of Jesus who came to serve, not to be served. You, my sons and brothers, you are being raised to the order Lord has set an example for you to follow. As deacons, you will serve Jesus Christ, who was known among his disciples as one who served others. Do the will of God generously. This evening, you have, you have us contemplate the call of the prophet Isaiah. Whom shall I send? Who will go for us? Here I am, he cries, send me. You know that Isaiah's times were tumultuous, with warring nations surrounding people of God. The scriptures tell us that the heart of the king and the hearts of the people trembled as the trees in the forest tremble in the wind. While they were tempted to bow down to the powers and the ways of the world, prophet Isaiah was sent to the house of David to chart a different course, to show a different way, to remind them of who they were as God's holy people that God would be with them every step of the way. Like the prophets of old, you are being called and sent now by the church as ministers of the gospel in, a wor- in word and in deed to do the very same thing, to chart a new course, to set a different path that Jesus Christ. 
On the evening of the resurrection, the Lord Jesus appeared to his chosen and stood in their midst. Peace be with you, he says. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And he shows them his hands and his side, his wounds. And he sends them his instruments of reconciliation to chart a different course. Yes, brothers, the world is in tumult in so many ways. The world is wounded deeply. You are sent into this world, not a world of our own construct or wishful thinking, but the real world, a world in need of healing. Like the risen Lord, we must be honest about the wounds, precisely to be effective ministers of healing and reconciliation. <clears throat> Charting the path of Christ in his church, we must be unwavering in our call for the respect and dignity of every human person at every stage of life. Indeed, we cannot tolerate or turn a blind eye to racism and exclusion in any form and claim to defend the sacredness of human life. Indeed, we condemn racism and hatred and violence in all of its ugly forms. See for yourselves and help others to see the divine image, the image and likeness of God in every single person. And with the insight of the Holy Spirit, we can be attentive to this and to so many wounds that are in the world, to so much suffering by so many here and all around the world. You, each of you, in your own ways and through your own experience, have shown yourselves to be powerful, powerful signs of conciliation, service, bringing people together. And looking at the wounds of the world, we bring the peace and the reconciliation of our risen wood. Contemplating his wounds, we see the wounds of the world. And we are ready to bring about that healing, to chart a different course. As deacons, you will walk with God's people, standing in their midst and listening deeply. Listen attentively, lovingly, and seek always to understand.
you stand in their midst. Listen, walk with God's people, generously sharing the joy and the hope, the grief and the anguish of the people of our time, especially those who are poor or afflicted in any way. And as deacons, bind the wounds of one another and of the world with the song of the gospel of Jesus Christ and the tenderness of your genuine care. Like the men the apostles chose for works of charity, you are indeed men of good reputation. Filled with wisdom and the Holy Spirit. Show before God and humankind that you are above every suspicion of blame, that you are true ministers of Christ and of God's mysteries, men rooted in faith. Never turn away from the hope which the gospel offers. Now, you not only listen to God's word, Preach it. And know you have our love, our prayers, and our support. We are so very, very proud of you and of the commitment you undertake today. Heed the call of St. Paul. Let your Love be sincere. Hate what is evil. Hold on to what is good. Love one another with mutual affections. Anticipate one another in showing honor. Do not grow slack in zeal. Be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Endure affliction. Persevere in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the Holy Ones. Exercise hospitality. Do not be conquered by evil, but conquer evil by doing good. Dear sons, before you enter the order of diaconate, you must declare before the people your intention to undertake this office. Do you resolve to be 
consecrated for the church's ministry by the laying on of my hands and the gift of the Holy Spirit. Do you resolve to discharge the office of deacon with humble charity in order to assist the priestly order and benefit the Christian people? Do you resolve to hold fast to the mystery of faith with a clear conscience, as the Apostle urges, and to proclaim this faith in word and deed according to the gospel and the church's tradition? Do you... Do you resolve to embrace the celibate state? Do you resolve to keep forever this commitment as a sign of your dedication to Christ the Lord for the sake of the kingdom of heaven and the service of God and man? Do you resolve to maintain and deepen the spirit of prayer that is proper to your way of life. And keeping with this spirit and what is required of you to celebrate faithfully the liturgy of the hours with and for the people of God and indeed for the whole world. Do you resolve to conform your way of life always to the example of Christ, whose body and blood you are ministers at the altar. Do you promise respect and obedience to your ordinance? May God, who has begun the good work in you, bring it to fulfillment. Do you promise respect and obedience to me and my successors? May God, who has begun the good work in you, bring it to fulfillment. My dear people, Let us pray that God, the all-powerful Father, will mercifully pour out the grace of his blessing on these his servants, whom in his kindness he raises to the holy order of the diaconate. Let us kneel.
Lord God, mercifully hear our prayers and graciously accompany with your help what we undertake by virtue of our office. Sanctified by your blessing, these men we present. For in our judgment, we believe them worthy to exercise sacred ministries through Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us stand. Draw near, we pray, Almighty God, giver of every grace, who apportion every order and assign every office, who remain unchanged, but make all things new. In your eternal providence, you make provision for every age as you order all creation. Through him who is your word, your power, and your wisdom, Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. You grant that the church, his body, adorned with manifold heavenly graces, drawn together in the diversity of its members, and united by a wondrous bond through the Holy Spirit, should grow and spread forth to build up a new temple. And, as once you chose the sons of Levi to minister in the former tabernacle, so now you establish three ranks of ministers in their sacred offices 
to serve in your name. And so, in the first days of your church, through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, your son's apostles appointed seven men of good repute to assist them in the daily ministry, that they might devote themselves more fully to prayer and preaching of the word. By prayer and the laying on of hands, they entrusted to these chosen men the ministry of serving at the table. We beseech you, Lord, look with favor on these servants of yours who will minister at your holy altar and whom we now humbly dedicate to the office of deacon. Send forth upon them, Lord, we pray, the Holy Spirit, that they may be strengthened by the gift of your sevenfold grace for the faithful carrying out of the work of the ministry. May there abound in them every gospel virtue, unfeigned love, concern for the sick and the poor, unassuming authority, the purity of innocence, and the observance of spiritual discipline. May your commandments shine forth in their conduct, so that by the example of their way of life, they may inspire the imitation of your holy people. In offering the witness of a clear conscience, may they remain strong and steadfast in Christ, so that by imitation on earth, by imitating on earth your Son, who came not to be served but to serve, they may be found worthy to reign in heaven with him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Oh, 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 oh. 
receive the gospel of Christ, whose herald you have become. Believe what you read, teach what you believe, and practice what you teach. Receive the gospel of Christ, whose herald you have become. Believe what you read, teach what you believe, and practice what you teach.
pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Holy Father, whose Son chose to wash the disciples' feet, and so set us an example, accept, we pray, the oblations of our service, and grant that, offering ourselves as a spiritual sacrifice, we may be filled with the spirit of humility and zeal through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them unto the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, for by the anointing of the Holy Spirit, you made your only begotten Son High Priest of the new and eternal covenant, and by your wondrous design were pleased to decree that many, that many ministries be exercised in the church. For Christ not only adorns with the royal priesthood, the people he has made his own. But with the brother's kindness, he also chooses men to become sharers in his sacred ministry. Through the laying on of hands, he chooses them to lead your holy people in charity, to nourish them with the word and strengthen them with the sacraments as they give up their lives for you and for the salvation of their brothers and sisters. They strive to be conformed to the image of Christ himself and offer you a constant witness of faith and love. And so, Lord, with all the angels and saints, we too give you thanks, as in exaltation we acclaim.
Father, we make humble prayer and petition through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, that you accept and bless these gifts, these offerings, these holy and unblemished sacrifices, which we offer you firstly for your holy Catholic Church. Be pleased to grant her peace, to God, unite, and govern her throughout the whole world, together with your servant, Francis, our Pope, and me, your unworthy servant, and all those who, holding to the truth, hand on the Catholic and apostolic faith. Therefore, Lord, we pray, graciously accept this oblation of our service, that of your whole family, which we make to you also for your servants, whom you have been pleased to raise to the honor of the diaconate. And in your mercy, keep safe your gifts in them, so that what they have received by divine commission they may fulfill by divine assistance. Be pleased, O God, we pray, to bless, acknowledge, and approve this offering in every respect. Make it spiritual and acceptable, so that it may become for us the body and blood your most beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day before he was to suffer, he took bread in his holy and venerable hands, and with eyes raised to heaven, to you, O God, his almighty Father, giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you.
in a similar way, when supper was ended, he took this precious chalice in his holy and venerable hands, and once more giving you thanks, he said the blessing and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. the resurrection from the dead, and the glorious ascension into heaven of Christ, your Son, our Lord. We, your servants and your holy people, offer to your glorious majesty from the gift you have given us, this pure victim, this holy victim, this spotless victim, the holy bread of eternal life, the chalice of everlasting salvation. Be pleased to look upon these offerings with a serene and kindly countenance, and to accept them as you once were pleased to accept the gifts of your servant Abel, the just, the sacrifice of Abraham, our father in faith, and the offering of your high priest Melchizedek, a holy sacrifice a spotless victim. In humble prayer, we ask you, Almighty God, command that these gifts be borne by the hands of your holy angel to your altar on high, in the sight of your divine majesty, so that all of us, through this participation at the altar, receive the most holy body and blood of your Son, may be filled with every grace and heavenly blessing.
through whom you continue to make all these good things, O Lord. You sanctify them, fill them with life, bless them, and bestow them upon us. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. the Savior's command, and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those who are called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy. You should enter under my
body of Christ. O Lord, to your servants, whom you have replenished with heavenly food and drink, that for the sake of your glory and the salvation of believers, they may be found faithful as ministers of the gospel, of the sacraments, and of charity. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. First of all, I'd like to say a simple word of thanks to all of those who have been part of the formation of these brand new deacons, to the seminary faculty here at the Pontifical College Josephinum, to our vocation director, Father Paul Noble, and to Father Bill Hahn, who will be joining him, and to uh, Father Pissot, director particularly, but also like to say a word of appreciation tonight to the Seminary of St. John the 23rd in Boston. We have among us another deacon, uh, Deacon Stephen Andre, who was 
ordained on the Wednesday of Easter week, and so we thank all of our seminaries for the formation and the guidance and the inspiration they have given along the way. Also to all the pastors involved in their training and pastoral experiences. I'd like to say a word also of appreciation in particular to the seminary and to um, Father Bissot and to Father Lump for all of the accommodations that we got to plan are, I think it was. And we found ourselves here at the Pontifical College. Thanks to you for your warm and gracious hospitality. It's such a privilege and a pleasure to be here on the altar with Bishop Campbell. We're so glad that you are with us today. I'd like also to say a word to you, uh, to the Stinnett family, and also, Emmanuel, to your family at home. We thank you for your inspiration and your guidance throughout the world, throughout the years. Seminarians don't grow out of trees, of course. They come out of families. And families like yours have made such a difference. And so we are incredibly grateful to you as we congratulate you. By way of vir- uh, the vir- in a virtual way, by way of uh, streaming, I want to greet Bishop Aki Zimana from the Diocese of Jikungoro in Rwanda. We're sorry that you could not make it here to be with us to ordain um, Deacon Emmanuel back in May. And I thank you for the privilege and the honor of being able to ordain you today and to be able to share with you and with all of your friends and your family and with your family over at home our joy at your vocation and your service to the church. And finally, to all of those who made this evening's celebration so beautiful, so prayerful, so reverent, we thank you one and all. And Deacon Jacob and Deacon Emmanuel and Deacon Stephen, we congratulate you from the bottom of our hearts. As we conclude the Mass, we, uh, I, I think we'll have some uh, pictures, some photos, and then we will reconvene for a reception, a socially distant, respecting reception. Here at the Pontifical College Josephinum, we can spread out a little bit, so we can have what we would not have been able to have back at the cathedral. So thank you for that. Where is that in the refectory? That's in the refectory. The Lord be with you. Bow down for the blessing. May God, who has called you to the service of others in his church, give you great zeal for all, especially the afflicted and the poor. Amen. Amen. May he who has entrusted you with preaching the gospel of Christ help you as you live according to his word to be its sincere and fervent witnesses. 
May he who has appointed you stewards of his mysteries make you imitators of his Son, Jesus Christ, and ministers of unity and peace in the world. Amen. Amen. And may Almighty God bless all of you who are gathered here, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Mass is ended. Go in peace. Thanks be to God.